Our society has a strange obsession with pirates. It's kind of weird that we glorify blatant criminals who frequently raped and murdered people. But regardless, people like Sir Francis Drake, Blackbeard, Redbeard, and any other colored beard have become cultural icons. When we think of pirates, we think of something resembling them. However, the most successful pirate who ever sailed the seven seas looked nothing like them. Her name was Zheng Shi, and she is perhaps the most deserving of being placed among the pantheon of famous pirates. Her and her fleet terrorized the South China Sea for decades, and she did so all without the help of facial hair. This episode is dedicated to my wonderful fiance Morgan, who is a lover of all things pirate. This one's for you, love. I'm Jake Barton. Welcome to Historium. Episode 6, The Pirate Queen. No one knows exactly when or where Jingxi was born, but she shows up in historical records towards the end of the 18th century, working as a prostitute in a floating Cantonese brothel near the South China Sea. It's hard to imagine a small riverboat brothel in a fishing village being a wonderful place to work, but she may do. The madam of her establishment taught her the ins and outs of the business and economics as a whole, which she would use to great effect later in her life. One night, Jing Shi was counting the money that the prostitutes had recently made. Ships were returning to port for monsoon season, so you could say business was booming. She heard several thumps on the side of the floating whorehouse. Now, there are plenty of weird bumps and noises in a whorehouse, but these seemed different. Before she realized what was happening, surly men with swords drawn had her surrounded. Pirates. They held her up against the wall, collecting the various pieces of precious metal from throughout the room. The madam was dragged from her own room, clothed in her expensive silk nightgown. Other prostitutes were dragged to the room as well, some of whom were in the middle of their work. Half-clothed sailors ran through the halls, dove off the side of the brothel and into the South China Sea. The women stood, some of them naked, against the wall of the vessel, large men guarding every exit. Boots creaked against the aged planks of the whorehouse floor. And standing before them was Captain Chang Yi, the fierce pirate lord of the Red Flag Fleet, which had been terrorizing China's southern coast. He looked each girl up and down before reaching Jing Shi. Once he did, he nodded at her. As he did, his crew let every other girl go, but grabbed Zhang Shi by the shoulders. She fought back with surprising resolve. Captain Chang turned around and walked back to her. He stated that he had chosen her to be his bride. She responded to that by spitting in his face. He wiped off the spit and motioned for his guards to drag her back to the ship. Zhang Shi put her business savvy to work by setting up some ground rules with her new husband, she saw an opportunity with the fleet's finances. None of the pirates had any sense of how economics worked. Zhang did. Little by little, Captain Chang opened up the fleet's finances to his wife. As her husband led raids against Portuguese traders, she negotiated trade deals with local fishermen. As her husband plundered coastal cities, Zhang made offers to other bands of pirates to join the Red Flag fleet. As Chang took hostages from the East India Company, Zhang balanced the books. It turned out that they made a good team. 
as a British merchant who was held hostage by Captain Chang put in his journal, Zheng Shi participated fully in her husband's piracy. In 1804, the Red Flag Fleet consisted of over 250 vessels that were manned by over 20,000 pirates. One day, after completing trade negotiations with a local fishing village to provide the fleet with food, a young boy by the name of Po Sai snuck past Captain Chang's guards and asked him to let him join his crew. Admiring his boldness, he agreed. Po Sai continued to impress as part of the crew. A few years later, Captain Chang and Zheng Shi officially adopted Po as their son, making him a full heir to their fortune and the Red Flag fleet. In 1807, Captain Chang died in Vietnam under mysterious circumstances. Some accounts say he drunkenly stumbled overboard and happened to have a cannonball tied to his leg. Zheng Shi was furious. However, the fleet's success was largely attributed to her, so she was named the new leader of the whole fleet. However, her legitimacy was questioned from the start. She had to quell several internal mutinies among the fleet. Now, what happened next was quite strange. Zheng Shi married her adopted son. Historians' opinions differ on why she married the much younger Po Sai. Some argue that she did so to unify a fracturing fleet in the wake of Captain Chang's death, but others believe the two were actually lovers. Regardless of what the motivation for the marriage was, they made a formidable pair. After her marriage, Zheng Shi's first order of business was creating a pirate code that every member of the fleet would obey. The first part of the pirate code was that anyone disobeying Zheng Shi's orders would be beheaded on the spot. Second, no piracy against any village that supplied the fleet, or you would be beheaded on the spot. Third, all loot would be inspected by a purser, the original captor would receive 20% of the loot, and the rest went to a public fund for the rest of the fleet. If you disobeyed, you were beheaded on the spot. And lastly, no raping female captives. If you did so, you were, you guessed it, beheaded on the spot. And the captains of the fleet had to do plenty of beheading. But because the code was so strictly enforced, the crews stayed in line. The whole fleet maintained a culture of unquestioning obedience. And as a result, the whole fleet worked as a massive, well-oiled machine that Zhang Shi ruled with an iron fist. During the next few years, the Red Flag fleet saw unprecedented success. Po met with other fleets from Korea and asked them about joining the Red Flag fleet, while Zhang Shi did the same in the south. By 1809, her fleet consisted of 1,800 ships, with a total crew just shy of 200,000 pirates. To put that in comparison, Blackbeard, who you've probably heard of, commanded just four ships manned by only 300 men at the height of his power. Essentially, Zhang Shi's red flag fleet could do whatever it wanted, and it did. The Chinese government desperately tried to stop the fleet by any means necessary, but Zhang Shi was always one step ahead. One night, when a large portion of the fleet was anchored together in a bay, the Chinese Navy loaded several ships with gunpowder and explosives, lit them on fire, and sent them towards the anchored pirate vessels. The pirates simply extinguished the flames 
and added the ships to their fleet and the gunpowder to the reserves. Like I said, always one step ahead. The Red Flag Fleet had complete and total control of the entire Chinese coast. Zhang Shi also had an elaborate network of spies to keep her updated on anything happening in the mainland. They were even imposing levies and taxes on settlements and encouraging coastal cities to forego paying taxes to the Qing dynasty entirely. The Chinese government had to take action. So in 1810, Zhang Xi received an offer from the emperor himself, providing amnesty for all crimes for every member of her fleet if they agreed to join, well, basically become, China's navy. They also got to keep all of their loot. She accepted. Every pirate was given the choice to join the Chinese navy or retire a free man. Many chose to stay, including Zheng's husband, Po Sai, who became an admiral in the new Chinese navy. Zheng Shi now got to do what many other pirates could not. She retired from piracy. Zheng Shi left Canton as a riverboat prostitute and returned the richest person in China. She opened a massive brothel and gambling house and lived to the ripe old age of 69 years old. Normally, pirates live short, ruthless lives with even more ruthless deaths. But Zheng Shi broke the mold. She spent her last years on Earth not as someone on the run from the law, but as someone who conquered it. Historium is a bi-weekly podcast devoted to telling interesting stories from history. If that sounds like something you'd be interested in, check us out on iTunes where you can subscribe and leave a rating. Also, you can check out Historium on Facebook. As always, thanks for listening.